Hello, world. This Corey Chimney with Observing the Times. Right now, I'm recording the episode called The Coronavirus. The coronavirus has swept the world and it's killing people off. We don't know the numbers. We don't know what's going on, but we know something's wrong. We heard it's been created in a laboratory. We've heard that it came from a bat. We've heard that it originated out of China. We've heard that there was a plot even from the U.S. Out of all these things, let's talk about the spiritual ramifications of what I see God revealing to me, and I'm going to reveal it to you. I will start off reading in Revelation 6, verse 8, um, and I will use the New International Version for this particular scripture, and it reads, I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. His rider was named Death, and Hades was falling close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. Now, let's focus on this word plague. Plague means a contagious bacterial disease characterized by fever and delirium, typically with the formation of buboes, bubonic plague, and sometimes infection of the lungs, um, the uh, pneumonic plague, an outbreak or plague. This is what's going on. I believe that we are in Genesis 6, 8, and we're experiencing the pale white horse moving throughout the realm in one particular fashion with the coronavirus. But this, this is just only the beginning what God has been showing me. There's so much to it. One thing about it is this. The coronavirus. In Latin, corona means crown. So the coronavirus is the crown virus. Anytime you're dealing with a crown, you're dealing with a kingdom. There's a kingdom that has been loosed upon the world in the form of a plague, in the form of a virus. In the Old Testament, when Israel would backslide and start serving other gods, from everything God had done for them, they would turn their back on God. God will allow a kingdom to come against them, to put them back in place, to put them back in order. What's happening right now, God has switched it in the spiritual realm. And so we're looking at a kingdom coming against the people, but the kingdom is not people this time. The kingdom is a 
virus to get the world back into a certain order because God has been calling us and calling us and we've been bogged down with bills, we've been bogged down with sex, we've been bogged down with money, we've been bogged down with greed, we've been bogged down with regret, we've been bogged down with losses, we've been bogged down in every facet that you can think of. And sometimes it left God out the picture. And God is, God is telling us that we're in the end times. And now is not the time to get God out the picture while he's releasing things in the atmosphere to get ready for his church. Just like when he sent um, Haria throughout a kingdom to get their attention. What does God have to do? What does God have to do to get our attention in this time that we're living in? The enemy is real. There's an enemy after our soul bogging us down with economic stress, broken families, drug habits, things of this nature. And all the time, God has been preparing his church to help rescue those and bring people into the knowledge of him and his kingdom and his heart. But then the church in some places have got too comfortable in business, have got too comfortable in getting paid, doing things that a harlot would do with their with their body, selling out their gifts instead of giving God the glory, not the whole church but a part of the church. So God is cleaning house and areas. But it's all part of end time prophecy because the church have to be ready for revival to sweep around the world and take the world by storm to usher people into the kingdom. And this time period that we're in now, God is bringing people out the mud who don't know anything about church. We just have a hunger for God to take the place of those who have corrupted the church and to follow one of the leaders and the elders of those who have kept his statues to bring the church into the next dimension. Because the church got to have to get the people ready for the Antichrist. Because the Antichrist will soon enough show his head. So the church have to get the people ready for the Antichrist. The Bible says perilous times shall come. These times are perilous. It's a perilous time when 
you can go to the grocery store and catch a virus that can kill you. It's a perilous time when you can go to a job and catch a virus that's killed you. It's a perilous time where you can go to your mailbox and catch a virus that kills you. It is a perilous time. But God has an adult for perilous times. And his name is Jesus. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible shows us in Matthew 24 and 7, For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Matthew 24 and 7 is a direct correlation to Revelation 6 and 8. They are connected together. Right now, we have Africans in China who have been kicked out of their homes in South China and not allowed to eat in restaurants and roam the streets because of the coronavirus, like they are the reason that it started. You have two French doctors that got on national television and said, let's put the coronavirus in Africa to see how it will move throughout the people like what was done with AIDS put in Africa with the prostitutes because they wouldn't take care of themselves. There is nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Kingdom against kingdom is one country against another country. Things of that nature, nation against nation is color against color, race against race. This is end time stuff, y'all, and it's happening right now. In America, black communities all over America are being targeted with the coronavirus. And some have came out and said they don't even have it, but was told they had it without being tested. It's nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. So what's going on? We only make up about 13% of the American population, but we have the coronavirus more than any other race. Come on, man. That don't make no sense. When the upper middle class and the upper class brought it into the into the country and 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 then moved from these neighborhoods into poverty stricken neighborhoods where some people wouldn't even come out their neighborhood, let alone go across seas, and it's impacted us like this. Come on, something's wrong with that 
picture, but it's not anything wrong with that picture if you know scripture because it'll be nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. We're in a fight for our lives. We're used as guinea pigs, y'all. Not just the black race, but the race of people, the human race. How are you going to take a black brother or sister, infect them, and, and, and act like we're ignorant? I'm a black man, and I'm outraged about how it's going through the black communities like we're ignorant, like we don't have a voice, like we don't know what we're doing, like we're so dumb and so high that we are not paying attention to our surroundings and we're just contracting disease after disease, plague after plague. Come on, that don't make no sense. To not be the majority, but the majority of our race have the most of an infectious pandemic. You have to know where you are and who you are in this time. But remember that this is a reaction from the pale white horse. And the pandemic is only one form. Don't you know more people died from famine last year than people died from various diseases? Cancer all rolled up in one. The number of people who died from famine were higher than the number of people who died from certain diseases and illnesses. On top of what's going on right now, this world is in for shock because it also states that in Matthew 24 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. What does that mean? How do that correlate with what we're talking about? Some of the most spiritual people in the world have gone back to their Nimrod roots. We now say in the black communities it's about energy. We're trying to remove energy through spiritual practices that in fight entities, what we call energies are actually entities. Now you can feel the presence of an entity working entity working through the manipulation of your five senses. Now they're stating crystals are alive and going to move and going to their root cutting and witch spells. All of this is going on during this time. 
all of this is adding on to what's about to happen. It's not only plagues going on, it's people going back to voodoo, hoodoo, causing more and more of a chain reaction of demonic fights within our communities instead of going to God. And then at the same time, I'm hearing the people say, we know that it's we know God trying to get our attention, but then the same people I hear say that won't even change. They won't even change. But the gospel have to be preached. And right now, people are hurting and the gospel have to be preached on a level where people can understand. And Power was given over the fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, famine and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. The wild beasts of the earth will be one of the ways during a pandemic and afterward that people will start losing their lives. This is just a phase. I'm naming the phases. The coronavirus is just the first part of the phase. People think there's just going to be animal attacks from the wild beast of the field. No, it's deeper than that. The revelation of it's deeper. The wild beast of the field that we eat. We will be dying from eating wild beast of the field. And it's going to be from an attack from what's inside of the meat. It won't only be an attack from a wild beast. But it'll be an attack because of the wild beast. This is not the middle of this situation. It's past the beginning of this situation. It's far from the end of this situation. They're talking about on the news that this might last two years, 18 months rather, or two years with this type of um, pandemic going on. And I've been seeing different types of pandemics that have hit um, throughout the um, history of mankind. But just one difference. There was a seven point Eight billion people on the planet. I cried for two days when I first started doing the numbers and seeing what God was revealing to me about what's going on. And in in Revelation six and eight, it says that. It was given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. One-fourth of 7.8 billion people means 1,950,000,000 million people have to die after all of this is said and done. One billion nine hundred fifty million people is going to have to die from this 
spiritual being who's manifesting in the natural during this end time, who's called in Matthew 6, 8, the rider of the pale white horse. And it said the rider's name was Death, and Hades was falling close behind him. What's going on right now, we're taking a fall in our economy globally. This virus, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, is strategically going to the elderly, taking out the elderly, through nursing homes, houses, strategically. If it's man-made or if it's not, it's a strategic move, excuse me. It's a strategic move to depopulate. And a lot of people are dying not because of the pandemic. A lot of people are dying, my brothers and sisters, because they have finished their assignment. They have finished their course. It's just, this is just one way for them leaving the earthly realm. They finished their course. So it's not just because the pandemic or what's going on in the prophetic, but it's also because some people have finished their course and they're being called being called home. But let's not forget, now they're having babies who have the coronavirus. Young people are carriers and don't even know it a lot of times. And then infecting their grandmothers, people with, with um, bad immune systems. But let me tell you something. One thing you ought to know is that anytime there's famine in the land, there's plagues in the land, there's judgment in the land, there's also a harvest. While some are experiencing one side, others will experience another. When God was dealing with the people in Egypt, the Pharaoh, and about letting the children of Israel go, when the the plagues hit the land and the harvest was ate up, the Pharaoh and his house and those who were in control felt the move of the economy switch. And those of Israel Israel who were slaves had to be released and left with the riches of Egypt. There will always be harvest, even during plagues and famines because God will always set some aside because God had made promises to people that he can't not go back on. God will never go back on his word. But God is calling us to a prayer mindset, to a forgiving mindset, to us to, for us to, to change the Bible says, be renewed 
in your mind. God is calling us to change your mindset for these end times. There will be more supernatural things coming about. And some of them will manifest into a natural state. And some of them will show, some things will show themselves supernaturally for you to see that God is really God. And people will still harden their hearts. But there will be a remnant of people who will take the word of God and, and push the word of God around this earth to get the people ready for Jesus' next coming. Because there will be wars and rumors of wars. And there will be one war that will end all wars. Which is talked about in Revelation, in a, which is called the War of Armageddon. But right now we're not that far. We're in the, in the stages now to where we're seeing the prophetic come to life. In Matthew 24, it talked about earthquakes in diverse places. I was talking to one person where we had in one town in Dallas, we had like 12 minor earthquakes within like a week or so, a few years back. And I'm like, there's no fault line in Dallas. We've had the um the great tsunami that that hit Japan and the earthquake that caused the tsunami shifted the whole country from of Italy twelve inches. We've had in the last hundred and twenty years more people die than we had in the last two thousand years. World War One, we had around eight million. World War Two, we had fifty-two million. That's without the other wars. We got a, we have United Nations, nations uniting under one conglomerate. We have things that are set in place that wasn't set in place before on this scale to try to better. But you got to understand, you still have the Prince of the Air working on what his purpose is. That's to drag as many people to the grave as he possibly can. And our purpose is to pull as many of them out of the grave as we possibly can. And we need each other to do it. We can't blame it on the white man. We can't blame it on the black man. We can't blame it on the Chinese man when it's bigger than all of us. It's going to take all of us to get through this. It's going to take all of us to unite, to spread the word of God, to let people know about the supernatural things that are happening. You have more people who are surviving the coronavirus than you do who are dying from it. But the media is fixated on the people who's dying from it. They're not telling you about how since the world has changed so drastically in the past few months that the largest hole in the ozone layer over the Arctic Circle suddenly closed. 
the animals are coming out their natural habitat and going into other places, in the towns and cities, because the world is changing, not only for humans, but even the ecosystem, because greed is what put the holes in the ozone layer. We've been having clean energy before I was born. We've been having clean energy since around the 60s, but they never would use it because all tycoons wanted more, more, and more money. So greed played a part in what's going on. People talking about the cars, and if it wasn't for man, the cars would have been made differently because we've been having a technology. But God is fixing everything by making people sit still. And a lot of us are sitting still and hearing his voice. Move when you're supposed to move. And watch God recover things for you. Watch God do the impossible. Watch God raise the dead. Watch God heal the sick. And this hour, it's finna begin a revolution. It's supernatural things of the Lord to sweep through the church and sweep through humanity. And more people are going to become saved. And the whole world is going into a revival because God is preparing his people. He said he wished that none perish. And it's our job to make sure we do what we're supposed to do. This is Corey Chimney. In the episode of the coronavirus, in the podcast called Observing the Time.